Well, hello, everybody. Welcome back to the podcast. I'm your host, Kathy Sabelka, and this is Set Free, Finding Your Truth. So today, I want to talk about a question. I have a question for you, but we're going to, it's kind of a loaded question, and we're going to just dive right in. And I'm thinking about a series in regards to this topic because it is my passion project for one. For two, um, if you are local, we are going to be, I am going to be part of a movement in the next few months. Um, can't give you the details quite yet. Um, regarding nutrition and a, and a whole new light on nutrition and how it impacts your journey and how it impacts your lifestyle. And I got some really good feedback from the last episode, an episode I did last week where we talked about kind of what works for me, what doesn't work for me, what that looks like, answering your questions. And I want to expand on that because obviously there is a need there and there are some questions people have about what they're doing or not doing and is it working, is it not working, what works best for me. Um, so without further ado, here's the question we're going to ponder and kind of unpack today. What's your ideal relationship with food? And here's the kicker for the rest of your life. Okay. So I really truly believe with my whole heart that you have to be doing something that is sustainable for you. So if you are following some sort of a nutrition plan right now that is not sustainable for you for life, I really want you to to take a look at that and ask yourself if that's something you are okay with doing the rest of your life. Because do you know what I was not okay with doing the rest of my life? Somebody told me I could not have a Captain Morgan and Dr. Pepper. Do not tell me that. I'm not, I don't want to live a life like that. I do not want to live a life where I cannot have a piece of cake that my mom makes or ice cream from the Whippy Dip. If you're local, you know what I'm talking about. Like, I do not want to set up those restrictions or parameters for me. Um, throughout my journey, there's been a couple of times where I've caught myself thinking, oh, I need to do a sober October. Um, that was one month where I thought I needed to give up drinking. And I'm like, literally panicked. Like, oh my gosh, that means no social, no fun. Like, what, what, why would I want to do that? Like, that is not living to me. Or, you know, we're in a Lenten season. So if you practice that, maybe you're giving up a certain food. And honestly, for me, if somebody tells me I can't have something, I just want it all the more. So, duh, Kathy, no wonder why diets don't work. Okay. I really don't like that D word. I really don't. And if you know me, you know, if you know, you know, because it sets us up for failure. It's negative connotation. It's restricting, it's depriving. And to me, that is the exact opposite of living. Okay. And the disclaimer here is this, you guys, not everything is for everybody. I get that now. When I first started my journey, I'm like, you got to do exactly what I'm doing because this is working for me and I can show you how it can work for you too. Not completely true. Not completely true. I've been drinking a superfood shake for six-ish years. That works for me. That does not work for everybody. I like to do weighted workouts. I like to ride bike. I like to run. I like to do some yoga, kind of, sort of. That works for me. That may not work for the next person. Good news is I've really learned that moving your body is what needs to happen. How you move your body is entirely up to you, but that's a whole self-awareness piece that you've got to really put together and figure out what works for you. So the thing of it is, straight up, you guys, what's ideal for you is not going to be faster or easier. 
It's not going to be the next fad. It's not going to be this one magic thing, right? Like I've, I've worked with hundreds of women in the last six years. And what, what makes me cringe a little bit when I'm having a conversation with someone is that the first question is, number one, what does it cost me? And number two, like how fast will this work? I need to lose 30 pounds for this wedding in June. If those are the first two things in your mind, your mindset your mindset may not be in the right spot. I'm just going to say it. And again, you guys, I have been there. I have been that girl. I know, I know full well, because when I started this journey, I'm like, this shake is going to make me get abs. I can't wait. <laughs> Wrong. <laughs> it did not. Um, and society has kind of molded us to start to believe that this, do this thing, drink this thing, eat this thing, do this X, Y, Z, and you will get these results. And the thing of it is you can get results, but it is a puzzle that you have to put together the pieces for yourself. And I so, so believe that firmly for myself because I have learned that I need to drink X amount. I've learned the magic amount of water that I need to drink. I've learned what workouts work best for my body and what my body responds better to, especially when I have a back, a chronic back condition that could end up in surgery if I do not take care of my body. Yeah, that's a big deal. I have learned what foods my body responds well to. I don't really like, my body does not like gluten. It does not like a lot of processed food. It does not like a lot of sugar. But I won't say no to some of those things. I just won't. And I've learned that through this process. And some of us are so desperate for results, we will do anything. But I want you to ask yourself, what's your ideal relationship with food the rest of your life? Because you're human and you're going to need to eat, if you didn't already know that. Like that's something that's like a requirement for being on this earth, is you've got to eat. And there are so many things out there that say, eat this, don't eat that, do this, don't do that, eat this many calories, eat this many macros. And I really want to encourage you and challenge you to figure out the answer to this question. What kind of a relationship do you want with food for the rest of your life? If you want to lose weight, that's a great goal. I'm not discrediting that. But the big but with that is this. You've got to figure out what's sustainable. A lot of times, you guys, when we want to have a weight loss goal, it's not really the weight loss we're looking for. We just want to be happy. We think that if we lose weight, because I know from my own experience, if I just have abs, I'll be happy. Well, that was farthest from the truth. I needed to discover myself. I needed to become more self-aware of a lot of things, mostly my mindset, in order to make me happy. And I was the only person that could do that. There wasn't a magic drink out there. There wasn't a magic workout program. There isn't a magic book even. You've gotta be locked and loaded and engaged in your own journey of self-awareness to figure out what that recipe is. And that's what fires me up about working with women in our mentorship on the one-on-one and some of this new stuff I'm gonna be doing because that's the the key that's going to unlock what most people are like pounding down the door wanting to get the answer to. It's not longer workouts. It's not more weights. It's not do this crazy gummy whatever blah, 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 blah thing. I'm not even going to get into that because it really just fuels me up and I don't want to swear on here. <laughs> um, it all starts with you, you guys. It all starts with you and it starts with how you think about things. 
ask yourself some better questions. And I really feel like this is a better question. So what's your ideal relationship with food? How do you want to be able to be around certain foods or have certain foods in the house, right? Because I've worked with several women too who are like, I can't have Chips Ahoy cookies in the house or Oreos. I can't have pop in the house. And I kind of sort of get that because sometimes I have to break up with things. Um, if you know me, I had to break up with uh, Mr. Pibb, <laughs> the soda here a while back because I literally was drinking so much soda after dad passed away that I just felt disgusting. I felt yucky. I had no energy. I felt like I was always like the sugar crash and it was just not serving me. So I had to break up with it for a little bit, literally for a week. But because of my journey and because of what I teach people in the mentorship through my own experiences in the last six years, I know what food freedom looks like and I had regained control of my relationship with Mr. Pip. So now Mr. Pip can be in the house again. Um, but there's so many factors that go into this, you guys. So I'm thinking through this podcast, we are going to open up some, some doors of answering some hard questions, digging deeper into this, because really you have to look at what is sustainable for you the rest of your life. Do you never want to go on vacation again because you don't have control and you have to start over every time you come back from vacation or weekends are the hard Weekends are hard for you because there's social events, maybe there's out to eat, maybe there's alcohol involved, and then you just feel like you lose control and then you have to start over every Monday. Like I used to start over every Monday and I know what that feels like. It feels icky. It feels icky, you guys. And you feel like all the progress you make Monday through Friday goes out the freaking window and that is no way to live. So I just want you to get started thinking about this, you guys, because your ideal relationship with food is going to look different from somebody else's. Shocker, it's supposed to, okay? Your recipe isn't gonna look like anybody else's. But if we keep scrolling Instagram and saying, I need to do what she does, I need to eat, you know, those here's what I eat in a day things, you guys drive me absolutely nuts. And I think maybe I've mentioned that on the podcast before because what it makes me tick and what works for me in regards to my meal plan and foods is not gonna work for Sally Sue down the street. It's just not. But if we keep turning a blind eye and not doing the work that is involved in answering this question to know what your ideal relationship with food is, you'll never reach that point. Does that make sense? And it's not something that's going to happen in a day or a week or even in a month. It's what you show up and do consistently that matters than what you do every once in a while. And I want you to remember that. Okay. So this was kind of a rant. This was kind of a, a, what I want it to be is an eye-opener for you guys to see that there is more to this journey than just moving your body and working out. There's more than just following a 1,200-calorie-a-day plan or X amount of macros or however you're doing that. And there's a real piece of empowerment that comes from knowing yourself enough to know what your ideal relationship with food is for the rest of your life. So, I'm going to wrap it up for here. Stay tuned for that announcement. So this is going to air on my birthday. Happy 44 to me on Monday the 14th. Um, that announcement is going to be going public here in regards to locally what we're going to be doing with, with this nutrition thing here on the 17th on St. Patty's Day. So check back for that on my Instagram or my Facebook because I will more than likely be talking about that more exclusively. All right, you guys, until next time, thanks for tuning in. And hopefully you will get set free finding your truth. Thanks.